Welcome to Strongest on the Field Radio, where we aim to educate youth athletes, sports coaches, strength coaches, and parents on sports performance. Yo, 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 yo. And we're back. You're recording. We're on. All right. Is that okay, Ronnie? Just Ronnie's a, got his pouty face on. Just give a disclaimer for the audio or the music in the back. <coughs> Sorry. We are currently recording during a training session across the way. Busy hours. Busy hours. So please Sorry. bear with the music. It's not that it's bad. It's a soundtrack. It's okay. It's a musical here. Uh, this is Juan Guadarrama speaking to you live or recorded from Torrance, California. You do that all the time. <laughs> this is Ronnie Lopez at Ronnie Lopez 21. Why am I giving my social account? <laughs> Anyways. Why don't, why don't you give your phone number out? Right. Let me well, text it's public. You. It's If you come to the gym, look, it's right there. It's literally public. Text me. I have people text me randomly, and I don't know. Anyways, I have Ronnie Lopez from Torrance, Deuce Athletics. This is Chris P. from Torrance and at Deuce Athletics. Today, we got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. We're going to do an in-between episodes. I think from here on out, we're trying to reach some guests. Um, but what come, what did come you think figure, of the Chris Harms It was experience. dope. It was sick. It was cool. I think we nailed it technically. I think he was very passionate about what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I know you're listening, and you... You did good. Yeah, man. Killed good job. it, bro. I spoke to Chris. He said he wants to be back yeah, again. I think so. it, it opened up a lot of thoughts, right? Like There's so much that we can talk about, which is exciting. Yeah. Now we've come to the hurdle that there's people in other time zones and figuring out logistics, uh, but we'll get it. We'll get it together. I mean, if we're in remote locations, we can now all Skype together, which is super awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so whenever so you pumped. go on your week-long trips to the Caribbean... We'll still be able we'll to record Skype, episodes. Bro. We're up any any given time. Yeah. Except if I have Lucas, that's Lucas time. Sorry. It was nice seeing Lucas the other day. Um, update in our lives. We just did Murph. It was Memorial Day here in the United States for all you uh, listeners out in Latin America, <laughs> <laughs> down in Mexico, <laughs> in Mexico. Um, hey, shout out what Salvador and Nicaragua. That's that's right. We got family out there. So Central America, Central America. Yeah. Shout out to them too. Is that who passed by last time? People from Salvador. He talked too hard. Um, so Ronnie's a little sore. Chris, are you a little sore? Everyone in the gym's very right? sore. By the minute, it's getting worse. Whoa, what's up with your mic? Guess it doesn't want you Figure to talk. Figure it out over there. <laughs> too much <laughs> keep, talking. Keep it too much, too much talking. I said too many Chris. words for the day already. Man. Uh, let's see. Lucas. So, yeah, Murph was cool. Good, uh, good. Good call on the tacos. Was that you? That was me? Yeah. Those they are, said those they needed good. a Spanish speaker to um, acquire the taco guy. I'm like, hey, man, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Your dual language is coming into play. He had fun, by the way. He's like, yo, this is dope. You guys eat a lot. He was happy that we ate all the meat. How does that work? You pay him, like, a single fee, or do you pay per taco? How does that work? Uh, single fee. Okay. Single fee. Single use fee. And if you don't eat it all, then it's... Sorry, oh, sorry, okay. bro. Did you take tacos home and that horchata? That horchata was there was good. there was none left. We ate the it all. Horchata was left. Nothing. That horchata. I don't want. Why you drank that? You didn't. No. You don't like what's wrong with horchata? <sighs> I didn't want to set that example as a bad role model for Lucas. That but what? <laughs> what's wrong? Literally, what's wrong with horchata? What are you talking about? What? How did you, it taste you can like? Never have it. I mean, he had water. What's wrong with water? 
Let's talk about that. That is not a, the question. <laughs> what's wrong with horchata? What's wrong with water? Nothing. I was now. Th- what's wrong with horchata? What's ha- I was happy with my water. Okay, I'm just curious. I'm just saying it was good. Damn, I love horchata. Shout out whoever makes horchata. <laughs> <laughs> la señora, no. la señora, la señora de horchata. Yeah. Uh, all Anyways. right, what you got? What have you been doing this week? Uh, this week, we started coaching the College of Guys who are doing the summer thing. It's going to be uh, a lot of work for them. It's, <laughs> we asked them to be here for five days. In five, a row. Yeah, five days in a row for a couple months. But we told them the intensity is going to shift from yeah, heavy to gonna light. You're not going to get smashed all the time. Right. So it's exciting to get that going. We'll see. This is like the like a test group to see how it goes and we're excited about that as a gym personally um what are we doing i don't know i don't have anything personal happening this week really. same thing just recovering how the minimalist go man That's hey danny where you at danny message me back dude he's supposed to buy my tickets but he's call he's him lagging right now. it call him right now i think he's trying to play chicken to see if i drop the price on the tickets i'm not gonna drop the price bro you better. He'd rather. The rather, event. Listen. He'd rather take zero than <laughs> drop his price. The event. The event is Pays sold out. for itself. The event is sold out. There are no Why more tickets. Why don't you tickets. put it on StubHub? That's next. But I want to wait when for is Danny. It? July. No. When are, when's your trip? 16th. The 16th of June. Oh, you got time. Hey. You want to go? I, c- I can't go. Why? I can't go. We can. C- look. I'll. No. I'll, it's not. I wish I could go. I'm not going to go. We can. We can babysit not Lucas. Gonna happen. We can babysit Lucas. Trust me, I've thought about it already. Why are you, okay? So, explain it's to me your thoughts. Too much. Too much what? Going there, Lucas, Florent. We can. We have uh, a volunteer. What, what? We have a volunteer to babysit Lucas. Uh, it won't work. Oh, all right. You're gonna <laughs> miss out, man. Minimalist. You said you're already throwing stuff away from your house. I threw everything. Now get away. the whole shebang. I just have water, no chata. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah, that's it. Um, just uh, recovering from Murph and then uh, getting. How'd you do ready. Murph? It was it was a struggle. Really? I, How'd you do it? I did it. What with structure? What? I, I did the Cindy Cindy uh, structure. So. Uh. 5, 10, 15 for 20 rounds. Have you done it strict before? Uh, it's last two years ago, but without a vest. Got it. You've Have you ever done it strict with a vest? No. Not yet? Second time doing Murph. Ooh, that's cool. It's a little different. I was on dad duty. Where were you? And uh, Taco Logistics. Hey, man. <laughs> Look, I don't what? know how to go about this. Should <laughs> I go after you right now or should I back off? What? Well, you didn't do Murph. I, you know I can smash on it. Well, then why didn't you do it? I was on dad duty. Floor did it, right? Floor did. She did the Murph. half. She did, but Let's she was move doing on. it. No one wants to listen to what we're talking well, about. Well, what do you mean? Then Speed why are they turning? Mean it? A that doesn't make 10. sense. That doesn't make sense. Nobody wants to listen to what we're doing. That's the point of the podcast to listen. No, to what they want to listen to what we're going to be talking about. <sighs> okay. God. Anyways, <laughs> do we want to talk about who our next guests are? Yeah, give him a little preview. What is Tyler's last name? Um, I'll look it up. Talk about Tyler Zach. and Zach. So Ronnie and I went to Ohio f- to visit Westside Barbell, sh- world-renowned strength gym. While we were there, we went to another gym to go work out. Uh, we made the most of our trip, visited as many gyms as we could. 
we got smashed. Not drunk, smashed, but like wrecked. Everyone smashed. Everyone really. That's like, the best word you can think about. I, this is how I talk. Let me talk how I talk. Sorry. This is people might think other. Things I don't now. drink. No, just everyone out there. You don't. Okay. Anyways, can you let me finish my story? You're just saying we got smashed while we were at uh, old school gym. Uh, this is Corey G's place. We met a couple other guys. Uh, if you don't know Corey G or Old School Gym, but there's a whole crew out there, super motivated, um, incredible, doing great stuff. Incredible. Gym uh, so we just made made some buddies. They're doing some things. We're doing some things. We it's linked up, and that's who we want to talk to next. Ex, ex athletes. They're trying to start this like powerlifting, bodybuilding thing. Yeah, you look nice, but can you lift some weight? Is kind of what what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, so those are next guests, and then we're going to move on after that. That's Tyler Treadway and Zach Matheny. They they both started the OPBA, and that's what Juan's talking about. They both have sports backgrounds, so that's what we're most kind of excited about. But old school gym out there, very cool. I would say I would train there out of all the gyms we went to if I had to pick one. Yeah. Just because of the vibe. Very inviting. I, I mean, the other gyms are hardcore. Not that I would not train there. It's just that I just felt better vibes from old school. Yeah. With Corey G and just the morning crew. Everyone. Was, big, were, big crew. Oh, man. 4 a.m. And they're in there. No. Like 30 no, deep. No egos. No egos. Everyone's helping each other out. Yeah. Hey, do this. Do this. And they're good. Like, they're strong. Yeah. Crap. They're very strong. Uh, so it's not just aesthetics. Yeah. So, uh, so it's good combo all right to the topic of the day feel free to jump in if you miss anything but the importance of a role model what to look for in a role model traits of a role model examples of role models who can be one where to find one what about athletes as a role model um what do you and then for us kind of like what do you hope to teach your athletes as a role model uh when should parents step in should parents step in and and then maybe what about these like third party organizations like Big was it Big Brother Big Brother Big Sister YMCA type deal? I really don't know much about them, so you're gonna have to smash on that. Second time you, using the word smash, more smashing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you just like smashing stuff on. <laughs> All right, the importance of a role model. Um, I think it's just important having someone there to like help guide you in certain situations. Um, Growing up as a kid, you have certain perception of the world, and sometimes you might find yourself in a sticky situation, not necessarily because you're in trouble, but a decision-making opportunity. Uh, and you haven't had these experiences, so it's kind of difficult for you to formulate and maybe see through a different perspective on how to go about things. So I think um, a role model is someone who has like maybe a little bit more wisdom, some like Jedi experiences and has been through some stuff to where they can maybe ask certain questions to help you get to a place where you might be comfortable in or might learn from. Do or, you remember your first role model? Like as a kid? Uh, was it your dad? I mean, that's naturally what most people will like say. parents is like you're kind of your first, but by I default, don't know. There's but by I, default, right. By default, but where you... Um, actively, I guess, like uh, my first competitive soccer coach. Personally, I respond well to um, being yelled at. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, that type of personality. Mm -hmm. 
uh, if someone's kind of like passive with me and not as dominant, yeah. I don't don't respond as well. Wow, just just my yeah personality. Uh, but this Coach Juan was his name, ah, which is funny. Very fitting. Uh, he loved the dude. You're not talking about yourself, are passionate, you? You're not no, passionate about soccer. Second person uh, or third person. I, I don't think he was technically there, but his passion for it was there. And like, hey, just yelling at us. It, it was an, basically an all-Latin team trying to get us to do more and try harder. That authority figure. Yeah. It seems like you really... Idolize, not idolize, but really always admire people who have that capacity to, hence to lead. Hence why lead I'm the group. way I am. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yelling sure. and whatever. For but, sure. Uh, that was my kind of first uh, person to like feel like if I do bad, I would let down. Yeah. Right? That forces yeah, yeah, you to yeah. have to try harder. Yeah. Um, so that was my first. I remember for me, it was people that were very happy-go-lucky, but were mean? good. Like, it was a coach. I don't know. This is weird. It's just coming, coming to my mind right now. But a coach I used to have. Coach Ronnie? No. I, I actually don't remember his name, which is pretty sad, considering that I'm going to talk about him. But he was a coach who was, he was the assistant coach. He was an infield coach. And he would just have this smile and just have this energy and this joy and this happiness every time he came to practice and he was good like he would take grounders he would play the game he would he was just good and he enjoyed it he just had fun um so you would understand this so brazil right brazil and, and the way they play soccer compared to germany those way different very different styles of play and so i i i what's the word i felt more cl- or i felt closer to that Brazilian kind of happy, joyful, is it but very you're brown? skilled. What? Because <laughs> I'm brown? I don't know. <laughs> really, Juan? <laughs> what the? No, that has nothing to do with it. That was awful. That was pretty bad. But no, I enjoyed. He's the darkest one. I am. People will say I don't I'm know, Chris. Darker. Chris, you're pretty up it's, there it's now. Uh, it's up. You've been outside in the sun this Monday. You've been running outside this huh? Monday. You did it inside. Yeah. But I still <laughs> ran outside. For how long? I don't know. Twenty minutes. My mile, give or take. Twenty minutes. You gonna let him slide with that? Give or take. Twenty minutes. Oh uh, come on. Twenty That's minute fine. mile. <laughs> Anyways, continue. We were, so you yeah. weren't competing that day. No. Um. So they. Yeah. Basically, I I associated myself and I enjoyed. I like seeing that. It brought a smile to my face seeing people who who had that joy and that happiness and were good. So Ronaldinho, the whole mm. the the whole uh, Brazilian national team. Remember the. Joga Bonito, Nike had this the 90s, ad. The 90s Nike commercials. Remember that? Yeah. So good. So good. And I would. I didn't even play soccer, man. I played baseball. I never played soccer. Did you ever have the Ronaldo ball. haircut? The just, long- the, just the patch on the oh front? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just the Brazilian thing. For sure. <laughs> no. But so that, that was my first. Wow, this is crazy. Very nostalgic. That reminds me. That, or that brings me back to my childhood. And those were the guys I would look up to. And I saw uh, as role model. So, yeah, it helped me shape who I was when I really had no clue who I wanted to be or who I was. So, yeah, that's a good – that's my two cents into that. For me, it was uh, – he's a good friend of mine now, actually. His name's Efren Navarro. He was somebody I always looked up to growing up. Didn't really say much, but just kind of led by example. 
So everything that he did was towards baseball. So he, you know, hey, you want to hang out tonight? No, I got to be up early tomorrow. Hey, you know, what are you doing during the day? Oh, I got to go take around balls. I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, every, even for Christmas, like little things, like I remember one time I was a freshman in high school and uh, he wanted these called, these things called the jump soles. It's basically to make your calves bigger, kind of like you, you have them. And I never had any. He's just genetics. Genetics, but some people with it. <laughs> some people don't. So he was uh, walking around with jump soles. That was his kind of his what he wanted for Christmas, and it was to make himself a better athlete on the field. So I just wanted to be taller. So yeah, <laughs> Santa didn't come. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> so with these role models, um, what kind of traits did you see in them, and what kind of traits? Do you think you naturally youth athletes should look for in a role model? The traits, I mean, it's funny because what we each describe is a little bit of who we are. Yeah. You know? Subconsciously, we naturally we, we naturally kind of shifted it and drifted towards who we are. You or know? respond to what or most yeah, or who to. or what we identify ourselves with. And so it will happen naturally. Ultimately, like I mean, the traits. It's it's up to. Y- but there's common traits like I mean, hard not, worker, not being, integrity, not being afraid to be unique from everybody yeah. else, be different from everybody else. I think that's one trait that it's all in common from the three people we just talked about. They're different because they stood out in that crowd. Don't just don't just look for traits that other people value too, or or look for people who are. Ex- successful by society's terms so meaning just because the person is famous doesn't make them a role model no absolutely you not. know like tiger woods got a dui apparently he was uh he was i don't care what the rest right? of the story is i know i, I was, don't care i know i know but apparently you're a role model and you're a superstar and you're doing that and it's not his first time in the news for anything is what i'm saying it's so hard to understand how someone with that much why are you driving so much but important Yo, yeah, i wouldn't drive anymore he has ever. everything any person could ever want uh earthly earthly so money cars houses everything any person would normally want he has it all and he's just collapsing and falling apart and it's crazy like what in the world is happening I'm gonna just go ahead, go ahead and say it. bad role model. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not a. He's not a. Hmm, it's hard. I mean, we all. So this is another thing. I mean, we're all human, and any role model you you might look up to understand they're human. Yeah, but Tiger Woods' faults compared to quote unquote role models gonna have less faults. Yeah, is what I'm right. Yeah, I mean. We we all deserve a second opportunity. <laughs> this is not He's his ha- second yeah, time. Right, right, I know, I know. <laughs> Come on. I know. But but with that said, it's it's how you handle it. So this is a good thing, right? So knowing that we're all human, we're all going to make mistakes, how are you going to handle those challenges? So how is Tiger Woods going to challenge or, or deal and handle all of these things that are going against him? Now, it's been a while that he's been, like, in the valley, like, struggling. Struggle bus. He needs a role model. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a role model. That's awesome. Yeah. He he needs to. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, like Chris said, it's it's these basic. You can go with these basic kind of values and traits like integrity, 
on, no, you said it. Integrity, honesty, hard work. But you're saying color. you might identify I, with someone who has like one overall overbearing trait that you might learn from. Is that what you were trying to get at? What I'm trying to get to is that the person, a role model doesn't have to necessarily be perfect. Perfect and famous. Yeah. That's Agreed. all. Yeah, that, that, that's all. I was My other to role models were teachers, a couple teachers, a history teacher that, that this is going to sound wrong, I would hang out with at lunch. Just <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just to hang, what? just to hang out with and talk. Just, okay. Uh, How old were you? I was in high school. Uh, was it a male teacher? Male teacher. What? What do you know? I'm just just uh, want to get more information, one, man. You're being was, so vague. The other one was an athletics di- or uh, activities director for the whole school. Um, at modern day. At modern day, both at modern day, uh, they were just always like, "Yo, whoa." Was he was he like a younger teacher? Uh, they were, I yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Not, they were like not super motivated to like be there and try to do some change. That's huge, man. Um, so I, I also think because of them, I also gravitate towards youth athletes and helping develop them. Yeah, because I feel the impact that I got from them, and now I can like, hey, I learned a lot, and I Isn't can transfer that over to youth athletes. It's crazy. Right? I have the same thing. Where in high school I had her name was Miss Higa. She was an English teacher, and she was uh, what is it called a skiba? It was like a the the for for students who wanted to go into business. Oh. My school had a program for those people, and I was improperly placed in that class because I was in ski. I was not in skiba, but I for some reason had it in my. Who came up with his name? I don't know. But anyways, I it, it had it. Hey, you skiva? I skiva two. <laughs> you skiva three? Let's skiva four. <laughs> and I, and it was on my classes. So I show up and I and I, and I find out this is skiva. But for some reason, I get to stay in the class. And she went to UCLA. Not that it matters, but she is had the expectation that every single one of those kids was going to go to college, and so she was very demanding she had us think outside the box uh, it was it was like a classroom or a college classroom in there and it was just impactful like i will i will not i still don't i haven't forgotten her the way she the way she she treated us and the way she cared just her lesson plan you could just tell that she thought about this yeah you, you, she put a lot of thought into how you she can was always tell class. kids aren't dumb yeah and if it's too easy to get bored yeah. And if you can't relate it, material is boring. Yeah. And she was a little bit older, but she had uh, she was able to go from a very happy-go-lucky to a very serious and you want to challenge me, let's go. And she was she could back her stuff up. But anyways, I remember her and uh, yeah, and it happened to me and because of that, now I know the value of of being able to impact somebody, especially in high school. Yeah, because in high school you're trying to figure stuff out. You don't know. Yeah, what you're gonna. I do. think also what you talked about as uh, be like being happy, and that go-to person, but also having the switch to like, hey, it's game time. Like we got to turn it up. Your expectations are set higher for this amount of time, um, and it's just like training. We can't go a hundred percent all the time because you're gonna burn out. But just choosing when to peak, when to chill out, 
when to push you. Hey, you made it through the end of the year. All right, we can chill. Or, hey, you're not doing well. Like, let's turn it up. You don't really deserve a break right now, which yeah. I think is important with uh, especially youth athletes um, because if anyone is like I am, pretty hard-headed and be pushed a little bit more. Yeah. And that's the value of what we do is being able to teach the youth when it's time to be serious, when to take things lightly. It's Because like there's time to f- mess around, too. Like, we have fun. We talk about discipline and all this, but we we low-key have a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. We get to do stuff like this. Yeah, you want to add something? So, no, no. So, it sounds like... Damn, talking hard. It sounds like... Uh, He's trying to come back with a vengeance oh, this episode. Man. It sounds like How many you guys, work for podcasts? All these, all these role models kind of came into your life without you guys really asking. Were there any that you guys really looked out or reached out to to try to follow? Whether it's uh, somebody on TV or... Uh, I don't think I ever... Oh, actually, this is going to be hilarious. Back in the day, before Donald Trump was president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you looked up to him? Yeah. You looked up to Donald? I was like, you yeah, know I what? Mean, I, want, I want this like business empire. I want to yeah. go. So Cornell has a hotel of... Uh, Who? Cornell. Oh, Cornell. N- University has yeah. is... Uh, what's it called? School of Hotel Management. Okay. So like... Las Vegas hotels. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I want to go study that. I want to be just like Trump. Like, yeah. just at the time, it was like, yo, that's boss. Yeah. Right? And read his books, bought his books, ching, ching, ching. And then my mom made fun of me. Like, oh, so you remember this fool? <laughs> Guess what? He's running for president. Oh, and he's, and he's all, oh, I was like, all right. Uh, but see, that's. But that's kind of like, the, I never reached out to anyone. I still keep in touch with my role models uh, that I had. In high school, one of them I'm working with on a project, that kind of mouth guard breathing thing that I talked to you guys about. Yeah. Uh, so now it's cool that I'm older and it's the next evolution of like, hey, you, you kind of developed me as a human. Now let's put that those traits to work, which yeah. is kind of cool. One really cool thing. Well, the unfortunate thing is, I mean, the reason we know about Donald Trump and like we know his personal life and all of the mistakes he's made is because of his power or position of authority yeah if he never ran for presidency i don't think all of those things would have came out and you know so he would have still been this very idolized figure billionaire who has all this you know business success so i mean it's tough because now you people laugh at him because of it but um and chris so chris very good point so this brings up something that i i was thinking about and I just want to share my thought is the difference between a role model and a mentor, right? So you're saying when did you or who was the first person you you consciously uh, decided to have be a role model maybe on TV or something like that? Right, Someone right. who you who you uh, maybe you can't get a hold of. So I feel Jordan game six. Yeah, yeah. right. So um, I feel like a role model is exactly that. A person that maybe you can't get a hold of or can't communicate. What you look um, up to. Yeah, exactly. So we need to go back and redo the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so a role model are... Yeah, okay, so I wrote that a mentor is someone that I am able to learn from firsthand. Mm. Right. That's Weekly, what a mentor... Daily, yeah. But a role model is someone that I might not have access to. So for me, to answer your question, Derek Jeter... Um, a-Rod back then, and, uh, yeah, my, Michael Jordan. I mean, because they just fed you Michael Jordan's story. What about Iverson? 
He was no the bad Iverson. Guy. He was the bad guy. Yeah, but he, he got was the game, bad guy. Though. But I didn't care about game. Not like that. I so wanted to be the good guy. So <laughs> what about these guys that kind of gravitated you towards them? Like that you want to be, oh, this is I think this, as is, a kid, this is a Jeter, yeah. this is Jordan, and not Iverson. I think as a kid, when you really think about it, you just look at, like, the winning. And yeah, You, know, you associate uh, the winning with that being a good person, which isn't necessarily true. We, there's probably great people, greater people, that just don't win, right, that have all these traits that we talked about that just don't come to light. Uh, but... It's a good point that you brought up, like the the difference of a role model and a mentor. Yeah. So going back, those are probably more mentor type people that we were talking about. Yeah. We exactly. have to inter- interact with them. Yeah. More frequent than not. Yeah. So, so why why did Derek and Michael and whatever catch my eye? Well, because they were very successful at what they did, but they did it with a with a way in a style that was very. Very easy. They made things look easy. Um, another person was like Jose Reyes, going back to the flair, the fun they had. Like I said, Ronaldinho, those guys just had fun, man, and, and, and they were the best at it, and they would laugh. They were winning World Cups. They were winning international tournaments, the World Series, and they were they were having fun with it, and they didn't do anything crazy. They just... They just did things the right way, and people respected them. That respect, that respect. Who would you say uh, current role models are? My current role models? Not your current role models. Like mm, That's maybe hyped in the media. Just all the star athletes. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so this is crazy. I think social media has changed role models because – you can. I don't watch media, to be honest. I don't you watch. Have I don't Instagram. watch TV. Like, can I finish my thought? God. <laughs> <laughs> Social media I don't now watch TV. has I don't watch TV like you, Juan. connected younger people with ability to like communicate with athletes. It's no longer like out of reach. Out of reach. Like, it's you, not just you fan couldn't mail. tweet Jordan. No. Right. So yeah. they made him like super secretive. Like, yo, you don't never know what yeah, he's up to. Yeah. But now everything's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's changed kind of like the perception of people. You know what they're up to. Yeah, you know the daily actions. They're drunk. They're it's, humanized. They're humanized, and yeah. s- their stuff is thrown out into the public now. Terrible. So it it's almost like if someone in the public eye has a cleaner record now. Like, hey, let's look towards them, like Curry and mm-hmm. Warriors, like LeBron. You, like they're doing things, yeah. Uh, and you never hear them getting in trouble. You're like, for, I mean, for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, which is good and bad that social media brings light to these people's lives. Yeah. To where before is like you don't know. Yeah. Unless something OJ like comes out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have I don't have really role models in that same sense now. Honestly. Um, my role models are everyday people who yeah. like crush life, meaning who on a daily basis, you on just a daily see, basis, just see grind. Yeah. You're yeah. like, damn it. Oh, I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Like I, yeah, <sighs> that's, that's my, that's people like the earlier I said to be a role model, you don't have to be successful or, or successful by society's terms or famous. And I say that because that's my perspective now. People who I 
Why? Because you're old now. Exactly. We're getting old. We're getting old. Starting to value different things. Uh, We're so old. I don't know how to say this or explain this ph- phenomenon that's going on of how <laughs> our it's almost like our close circles have become our each other's role model and, and well yes. maybe accountability but I wake up in the morning and I see all you fools posting sub 5 a.m. Guess what I see too man that's what, what I see. Sub 5 a.m. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Now there's a group of us. Hey you know they're up. You yeah. know they're up. Yeah. We've been up. I, don't, I, I need you watching. Yeah. Hopefully there's younger athletes like damn coach. Yeah. Coach is in. Yeah. Coach is in. Yeah. Um, so it, this kind of can transfer to like who can be a role model. I, I think at any age you can start to be a role model because there's always someone younger than you. For example, Lucas has a little cousin, or now Lucas, Lucas is three. His cousin's five. He looks up to his cousin's actions, right? Hey, what is what Absolutely. is what is he doing? Is he crying? Is he being annoying? Is he going to the bathroom? Is he cleaning his own plate? Like it it evolves at different stages, um, but you're always being watched in your behavior yeah right uh so anyone can be a role model anyone can be a mentor it probably takes a little bit more age and wisdom and going through some stuff to be a a better mentor but you learn as you go there's always that younger kid that like hey we need to teach him what to do yeah or teach her what to do yeah it 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 as i like you said as we grow older the who we who we look to and who we draw inspiration from shifts from maybe the high star athlete to the everyday person for me a role model is person who 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 inspires me to some degree someone who who is grinding when nobody's looking basically someone who's doing putting in work who doesn't do it because they need to get the light seek praise right right so i heard a story of a of a guy apparently he's at an airport somewhere in europe and he cleans the restrooms okay he cleans them up in the airport and he and the guy who was sharing the story said that this guy took so much pride in cleaning the stalls cleaning the floors cleaning the sinks that he said this is my art like this is yeah what I this live is for. jam if you're gonna do it if i get, do this get at it. if i do this right people are gonna have a great trip and they're gonna have a clean facility to to carry on their day. And he viewed it like this, like it, his work meant everything. Have you seen the guy from across the street at Deuce Gym who sweeps? The sweeper guy? No. No. There's this guy. I don't know what the story, complete story is. He has some association with the building. I don't know if parents of the building. He's like in his mid-40s. He gets there like 5 a.m. Across Commonwealth or uh, across like, no, Lincoln? across Commonwealth. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And he sweeps the whole street all day. Picks up all the trash. Really? You're like, what do you he do? He has a business right there? No. He, I, I don't know. He, he just he lives there or what? He lives nearby or in one of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Behind one of the doors. And he sometimes just, like, follows the dirt and he comes into Deuce Gym and cleans it. And then, what? Yeah. How old is this guy? Like, older, right? Like, mid-40s. What? And he's sane? Like, he's just... He's uh, I'm not sure if he's <laughs> completely <laughs> sane, but his, like, that's his thing. That's another thing. That, which is crazy. Sane like, that's... A full pride in what he does. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is. Oh, that's so cool. Take out the trash. Be the best taking trash out uh, person. I'm pumped. Right. That's it. That's it. That's what inspires me. That's what gives me. You're like, that's that's what I. 
Oh, <laughs> I got it. Yes, sir. No one heard it. I heard it. Bleep. You're not getting by. Juan just got the first uh, cuss word in. You're undefeated right now. <laughs> You're leading everything. Um, but yeah, people, that inspires me right now. Um, I'm sure that's going to change in the next 10 years You're or whatever. Old. I think it Maybe gets, when it I gets, get older. It gets more specific. Yeah. Right? And I think, oh, this is just guessing. As you get older... Seeing very young people do stuff yeah. inspires you. Right. Like, damn. The kids. You got it. You did it. Yeah. You don't need me. I'm out. Cut the cord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we talked about who can be a role model, right? We talked about athletes as a role model. Uh, let's talk about what we hope to teach our athletes um, as their role models, or we believe that <laughs> we're their role models. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we are, man. You are. We're all role models. All the three of us here Sometimes are role models crazy without even knowing it. Yeah, like we go through our day and we're like we're teaching, but we forget this other thing that's happening. Uh, that these kids are like, yo, they're watching you. They're watching you. Might I tend to think that we're kind of cool, ish, like watching what we do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, hopefully, give you some of what I'm trying to accomplish. Just a little bit, and you can take that into your life. They watch. They watch how you interact with people. They watch how you, how you dress. They what you wear. I'm <laughs> so I should dress sure. better, huh? Uh, they do. <laughs> they wear. Coach, why you got so many tattoos? Clothes, what brand you wear? All of those things. The tattoos. Everything. I guarantee you, they're watching the tattoos. I, I, have, I had a conversation the with the, uh, with not uh, that it's not. I'm just saying. Eight year old, nine year old. He's like, does it hurt? Should I get a tattoo? Really? Where'd you get it? Really? Can you take it off? Is it permanent? It was hilarious because yeah. it was so innocent. And I was just laughing because Flora was next to me. Yeah. And he's like, how many tattoos you got? What does your parents say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so That's I was awesome. Just, That's was, a there you go. It's, it's legit happening. questions. And I was having a blast because, like, he was interested. And I'm like, am I like, going to lie to you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the answers, right? You can't hide this from them. Yeah. They're going to find it somewhere or another. Yeah. Anyways, where was I? Oh, what do we hope to teach our athletes? Mm. Um, I hope to teach them to think for themselves, right? We can't, we do them a disservice by giving them answers. Can't give them an answer, like uh, kind of like this Jedi thing. Like I give you some advice and let you make your own decision, whether it's a right one or a wrong one. Hopefully it's not a severe decision, um, but you, you, we learn and get better from making mistakes also, right? So, all right, Lucas. Jump off from that ledge. See if you break a leg. You break a leg. <laughs> now you know you can't jump from there. Right. There's Media a lesson feedback. that you learned. But it's similar. You can make that analogy of, like, you want to go out tonight? Fine. See what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Or, or whatever the situation is. Um, so I want them or athletes to be critical thinkers, both as athletes, as humans, as future role models, because everything just gets passed down. Yeah. Right? Being open-minded and willing to learn more. Uh, we don't know all the answers. You don't know the answers. There's someone out there that knows more than you do. So always just be open. Challenge your current state of thinking. Hey, uh, does this going to make me better? Can I analyze and add this arsenal to my tool belt? Uh, it will then make them better people, made them better athletes. Um, one thing that I always like to talk about, working hard. Like, There's very few people who are genetically gifted to do stuff. The rest of us got to work our butt off. <laughs> Let's be real. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so if we can go from oh, from average to great, maybe, uh, just by working hard, then we, we nail it. And that could be, again, on an, 
or off a field. Yeah. Um, and then trying to teach them to be leaders in their own, like confident in the way that they walk, in the way that they speak, in the way that they go about their daily actions. Um, I kind of, I, I do this with my athletes, with Lucas, uh, and the way that I talk. I know I'm very aggressive, but that's kind of my being passed on to them. Uh, as a role model or a mentor, just be yourself. Don't try to be someone else because y- you're not giving them your true self. It, and you, they'll smell you out of the. They'll smell right. you out if they see that you're fake and you're trying to create this persona that's very uh, holistic and you do their things the right way every single time and then you're perfect. People will smell you out. Kids, so kids have honest. this like sensor. Yeah, they do. They can um, see if you're full of BS. So it's good that you. So I don't that. go full on mode the same way I would talk to you and Chris, but I like. <laughs> I hope I t- not. I talk the way that I talk, and I'm not gonna talk down to you. I'm gonna give it to you straight. This is what I think of it. You can make your own decision, uh, and I want you to talk to me. Um, sometimes you might feel uh, like you can't talk to your teachers, your parents, because there's a certain expectation, and it's like I'm scared. But hopefully with us, like it's an open dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, honesty. Be teaching kids to be honest. Integrity. That kind of goes hand in hand. Honesty yeah. and integrity. Um, it's kind of like what you do when no one's watching. Yeah. Are you going to pick up that trash and throw it away, or are you just going to be a snob? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, um, the word. Your word is everything. So... Standing by your word. I tell a lot of people that you have to understand that when it's all said and gone, everything we have, the watches, it's fake. The only thing that remains is you and your word and who you are and what you do. And so know that. Have value and pride in who you are, your word. If you say you're going to do things, do it. If you are... If you're not going to do it, don't say that you are, like... Hey, can you, you want to do this? No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Be honest. You grow, you know, you understand as you get older. As you know. To say no. But as you know firsthand, you've had people, and this is a very poor example or or a very specific example, but people who tell you they're going to come and meet you somewhere. (laughs) uh, Intros for us, right? Intros, people who say they're going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm coming. I'm going to come to the gym. I'm going to come to the gym. Oh, I'm gonna oh. sign up. I got you. I'm gonna sign up. I'm yeah, man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then they don't do it. Just be upfront. Just say no. I'm not gonna do it. I wish I could. I don't have the money, or I can't show up because of this. Don't just not do it. That's that's a big black eye against your character and who you are as a person. That is awful. I don't want anyone to be that. You know, that's 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 terrible. So having be have integrity in who you who you are and, and your word. Like when it's all said and done, who are you? Like are I, can I trust you? Are you trustworthy? And if you're trustworthy, man, that's that's good. Can I count on you? Can I count on you? Um I echo the hard work thing, the value of hard work. We all do, right? We all value people. If we see a kid working hard, like that's that's huge. Um It makes me get pumped up, inspires me. All right, yeah. all right let's go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, competing, leading by hard work, and I don't know if you said it, but thinking for yourself. Yeah, you said it. Thinking for yourself. Uh, we, we're we in a place where sometimes we just do what we're su- told to do or supposed to do. The three of us, the three of us here and all our friends went against the grain, right? We're not, we're doing stuff that people would, 
would yeah. laugh at us for d- my dad. You want to do what? You at the gym all day because of what? You want to do? Um, my dad, Miko, you just work out all day. No, I get <laughs> one hour to myself. Yeah, and that's it. Then move on. Yeah. So that's thinking for yourself, being a critical thinker. I think we all. So we haven't said his name yet. The the unspoken. We haven't said his name yet. I don't know what you're talking about, Logan. So he is the Godfather. Godfather, <laughs> right? The Godfather. But he has taught us all to be critical thinkers. There's moment I'll share this with you in the world, obviously. But sometimes I'm coaching and I think to myself, what would look like I ask myself, okay, what should I do? And then I answer it with Logan's voice, like, well, well, what would you do? Yeah, he, 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 it's always a question. Yeah. Well, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, this. All right. And then I just do it, and I come back to reality. And I, I do you guys have those moments, or am I just being weird? No, no, it happens. It, oh, thank the Lord. All right. Did everyone hear that? It's not just me. But shout out to Coaches Prep online. You can find that on. Um, is that up? Do, is that starting it's, now? It's get being constructed. So the Coaches Prep Online is a program that was launched in person that is not available to human beings all over the world. Logan has been putting it together, but it has been huge in our own personal development as coaches and as human beings in how to not only coach a squat, but how to coach a person through any obstacle, which is huge. Sign up if you're... Whether you're a coach or you're looking to become a better a teacher, te- a teacher. teacher, a teacher, yeah, a teacher in any position, um, uh, a leader in any um, organization like that, you're gonna pick up a lot of good stuff. Anyway, so that's what I, that's what I would like to, it um, teach your yeah yeah people. That's the type of thing I want people to walk away uh, having interacted with me for some period of time. For me, um, everything that you guys said, but the only thing I would add to that is avoid the easy way out. What I mean by that, I mean, we all did it in high school. You know, we got an assignment due tomorrow or a week from now. The easiest thing to do is to get the uh, paper from the guy next to you and copy it. At the end of the day, we didn't get better as a person. Or is that the smartest thing to do? I mean, we're technically working (laughs) smarter, not harder. But at the end of the day, we got better, right? Guilty. Um, Was it you, the one copying off the paper, or the person that actually did the work? So put in the work, and over time, it'll pay off. So that's the only thing I would add to that. That's good. All right, we got a couple more. Um, When should parents step in, uh, and should parents be role models? I think we talked about it before. It's kind of by default. And I think... You're always a role model, kind of. Good or bad? Because yeah. you're the first filter. Yeah. Um, you can be a – see, the thing about being a role model, too, is you can be a good role model <laughs> or a bad role model. And so you just have to be aware of what you're putting out there for your kids to so see. So the biggest thing I, – I think I'm doing an okay job. You can ask You're doing floor. a great job. You can Come ask on. Floor. But I'm proud of you. Whatever I believe, especially as a knucklehead youth <laughs> child of one, it's not what parents are saying, it's what they're doing with their behavior. So that's that's kind of my thought. And that's how I operate as a father. What is Lucas watching all the time? He never sees me when he wakes up. Sometimes I try to when I can. Yeah. Meaning that dad's out. 
yeah. he's working already mm-hmm. or working out. As he gets older, he's going to start to understand that. Yeah. What did, What does dad do with me on his free time? Oh, we go outside and play. Yeah. Uh, does he read to me? What do, What type of food is he eating? Um what is his mental state? Are you a negative person? Are you an angry person? And how do you talk to his mom? Like how Lord, do you, he how sees that. The relationship between, between mom and dad, dad. Yeah. Holding hands, kissing, all these like behavioral stuff. Yeah. How does dad interact with uh, another dad? Mm-hmm. How does dad interact with another kid? Mm-hmm. Um, so the only thing I have to say is just behavioral stuff is what kids catch on to. What I think at an early age, I'm sure there that has to be a big. I, we don't know the science, but kids don't. You can't. T- they can't comprehend language as well as visual. Right. So they learn by seeing, by eyesight, and so they see you. Everything you just mentioned. That's how they learn as a kid. So you can tell them all you want, whatever hey, they should do. Don't eat that. Why you're eating it? What's up? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, they uh, yeah, that's it. You have to you have to set the example. Lead lead by example as a as a parent. I think however as you get older and we may have experienced it now that we're hitting certain milestones is I hope well, I do want to hit more milestones, <laughs> but I want it to stop. <laughs> but there's a point where you're like, "Oh, my parents are just human beings trying to get through the world." And then it kind and then it, it switches. Right? And then, not that you don't see them as a higher being or whatever. It's just you're now the caretaker. Yeah. Yeah, that's So I don't really know how to answer it, but up to a certain point, then it changes. It's almost like an even playing field. Now you're, like, helping each other out versus you looking towards them for advice or wisdom. It's a very – it's a – it's a tough moment because I'm. I feel that. I feel exactly right? what you're saying. Or it, or it could be like the evolution that you've had a athlete through high school, and now they're towards the end of their college career, and now you're not really like giving them advice. You're more like consulting with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that could be a similar relationship. Yeah. Uh, to where you're now, you're no longer like the end all word. Yeah, Maybe. it becomes more of a, a mutual relationship, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. It's a tough thing. That's a. The, the I don't really thing. know where to go with it, but that's just my thoughts on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good point because as a, uh, as I grow older, I start to un- have more empathy. Would be because yeah. I, I mean I, not that I'm a parent, so I can't really empathize. But, but I, you've I, also so you are the output of what they have created right and i see that how they've dealt with the circumstances they have been given so the goal would be for us to create someone who's greater than us then we did our job correct so then at that point hopefully they're able to help you out i guess and it just comes full circle yeah right because it hopefully it's a greater product because our parents did as best as they could and hopefully we maybe go a little bit further yeah yeah that's Oh wow, that's powerful! I, you, you try, you try. <laughs> I don't even know. That's man, my ugh, crickets. Yeah, it's tough because let it sink in. I, yeah, my mom. I mean, my mom was the biggest influencer growing up for me, and now I see that she dealt with a lot of stuff. And maybe as a young kid, you I would don't be know. like, 
like, how come I don't get that? Or how come I don't yeah. do this or, or do this? And now as I grow older, like, man, she, that was incredible what she did just for having us sheltered and with food and, and having being on teams and having the glove and the cleats and the bat and the games and all that stuff. Like, wow, she was able to provide all of that. And now it's like, for me, let's, all right, let's grind. Now it's kind of flipped the table, and, and now I have to be more of the leader. And, yeah, I don't know if you were going with, I don't know where we're going with this, <laughs> honestly. It's just thoughts at this point. <laughs> yeah. well, all right, what about, what about third-party organizations? Um, my first, first initial thought and kind of how role models and mentors have popped into our life has been more organically. So I guess my response to it, it's a good effort. Can we hire a role model? Is that what you're it, trying it to It would get be to? like hard. Like I mean you can you can do it, but the genuine relationship I think is gonna come organically. Yeah. I mean you can still You can't force it. Yeah. You can't force you know? it. How did, I mean, they, how did they, this idea come up? They probably do I, great I have, things. I have friends that are actually in like big brother st- type stuff. So they're how, the coaches? Or they're they're the, the so how it works mentor? is yeah. So how it works, let's say I'm 12 years old working or going to school, and then you have full-time job. Uh, my mom or dad's trying to put me into an after-school program. So they sign me up for the, this Big Brother deal, and you sign up as a volunteer. Somehow, you know, hey, let's go on this beach trip, and we start hanging out more and more, and that just kind of becomes more of a mentor over time. So that's kind of how it worked out, at least with people that I know. I'm interested to know how that goes or how that the process works. Like, does the kid go around a room with a line of mentors <laughs> and they just like, no, no. What's your squat? No, how much no. your bench? Yeah, right. In, in our case, no, no. Maybe. Let's put them off to the side. Uh, no. Too short. No. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something bad, but uh, no. Yes. Uh, okay, both of you. All right, go ahead and whatever. Answer these questions. I don't know. How do you? How does that process of work? Latin descent. <laughs> I think it might have to do with. I'm not a hundred percent on it yet, but I think it might have to do with the parent liking, you know, the big brother, or big sister. But then it's, it's a the same thing. It's inorganic. Well, that's like what I'm saying. But if I guess that kind of that question before is, you know, when does the parent step in? If you see that the your big brother or sister is not, you know, is talking about partying and all that drinking and the wrong stuff lame then maybe you know hey i need a new big brother type deal so <laughs> let's hire him let's hire a big do brother. you drink kombucha <laughs> what flavor do you like <laughs> <laughs> do you take your aminas before <laughs> or after you work out <laughs> what about creatine what do you think about creatine Does wasn't that the question <laughs> on the cop car from ohio Remember oh when we got pulled God. over in Ohio? Side story. <coughs> you ready for the side story? <laughs> I, you can, God. I guess. All right. So we were in Ohio. Going no, hold down. on. We were in Columbus, Cl- Cl- no. Cleveland. We were in Cleveland. We were dropping off hold Danny on, hold after on, hold Westside. On, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Danny. Uh, Danny okay. Leslie. We were supposed to go to Westside on Sunday. Friday night, Danny goes, let's go to Westside. It's a two-hour drive. Fine. We'll go, Danny Leslie. <laughs> uh, so uh, I am designated driver because Ronnie can't drive. <laughs> it was my car. You can't drive, though. Can you? So explain cannot okay. drive. Ronnie drives at the speed limit. 
below therefore, the speed limit. Therefore, way, somehow I get classified way, as a bad driver because no, I drive the hey, speed limit. Hey, Danny, look at the house over there. Ronnie goes, where? <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine cars left and oh right. Okay, where are we going? One. I don't know. I'll give you that look, one. Look, man, I'm driving. I get us to West Side. Yeah. All right. Before we leave, we got to leave. Like, we don't want to walk into West Side when they're already working out. We're trying to leave. Ronnie decides to take a shower. <laughs> Bro. Danny and I had to go. P- we were late. First day we were late. We oh, let were. me get we, we let were. me get to that. We were. We get there. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the back warehouse. There's no lights. There's no signs. Hey, shh, quiet. Let's see if we can hear. <laughs> Let's see if we can hear any any weights being dropped. Bing, 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 bing. Cool. It's over there. We heard the mu- we heard the I know, but I'm trying to make a story here. Got it. All right. Jesus. So we go way over there. <laughs> this guy's making up stories. He was, the lights were on. They were lifting weights. There was, it in was the happening. Back. And we get to the thing. We know these guys are going to be gorillas. So Ronnie and I look at each other. Or we all look at each other. Who's going to open the door? Or who's going to knock? Yeah, who's, who's going to knock? Go, yeah. Danny, you got to knock. He's the one with the beard. He's the one with the beard. He, he looks more like them than we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Yeah. I'm not opening the door. I'm not gonna open the door. Anyways, so finally, the three of us we walk in. in yeah. We walk in. They all look at us. Who are you guys? Yeah, they they uh, all um, look at we, us. We know we know Quint, and they're like, uh, "All right, you guys can watch." We were there late, and I was like, "Exactly what I didn't want to happen." <laughs> Training's over. We go to old school. We gym. pulled over for coffee too. Not that day. Yes, we pulled over at Starbucks, and we, and yeah. we waited. Oh, we yeah. waited like five ten minutes we to, for them to open. Oh, and then and then so it's not no. all me, man. And then Danny decided to take a poop. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Thank you very much. Clean not, that up, not, man. It not was one shower. Anyway, sorry for being uh, Ronnie. Shower Danny's poop. Hygiene conscious. Okay, we watched the training session. We go work out at old school. We are now in Columbus. We yeah. got to drive Danny back so that he gets on his flight and drive two hours back. Now we have now accomplished four hours of driving. But we were staying in Columbus that night. So we had, we to, had go. to drive back. So we went from Cleveland to Columbus to Col- Columbus to Cleveland. Dropped Danny off. Ronnie and I stretch. I think we grabbed a snack. All right, let's drive our butt back, <laughs> back to Columbus, to Columbus. Uh, which is another two-hour drive, totaling six hours of driving. In, At this point, I'm tired. Let's just get there. And it's 3 p.m. by this. This whole time... Hopefully there's no officers listening. <laughs> I've been driving 120, 115 miles an hour, listening all four hours, listening to Avril Lavigne. <laughs> uh, we, okay. we were listening to listening to the West Side podcast. Were we? Yeah, we okay. were like, oh, let's listen to the podcast. I'm, we I'm jamming. The guy. Uh, we, I'm like, I was playing. You with were the, literally driving a hundred. I know. I was playing with something, or I was trying to get. Or snack or something. In the little, what car was it? A it was fiesta. Like a, a fie- <laughs> and one was going a hundred uh, no. in a fiesta. And then I see the cop. At this point, I was only going eighty-five, ninety. He pulls in behind me. God damn it! I like I go slow. It's just me and Juan in he, the car. He he follows he follows us for a while, and then he finally puts his lights on. I'm like God damn it! All right, pull over. I can see him like being sketched because I don't think our plates were Ohio. They were another state. Correct. I think it was Florida. They were Florida. So you got me and Ronnie 
who look uh, like we're from Ohio. Negative. Oh. Not from Ohio. <laughs> this guy's like sketchy walking over. We look like south from hey, south of the border. Uh, can I see your license registration? So my license is California. The car is a rental that is not ours. No, it's not our <laughs> car. From Florida. We're in Ohio. With a in the middle of Ohio, so not a major city. Oh. We were in the middle of Give Cleveland him the stuff. Hey, we're strength coaches. Gave him the whole story. Visiting West Side. And then for the next 20 minutes, he asks us about pre-workout. Hey, do you guys take creatine? What about amino acids? What about this energy drink? And we're like, dun, dun, dun. like we're dude, giving we're, him good stuff. we're gonna get off the hook. Yeah, we were like, we oh, are gonna we're get good. off the hook. Hey man, I gotta go. Here's your ticket. <laughs> what? <laughs> After like Come 20 minutes of just on. research, Whoa. we gave him all the info, and then he gave, dude, gave him all the our ticket. podcast just got five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was the story. Boom. Regular segments. Yes, let's do it. Favorite warm-ups. Mine have recently been more on the GHD isometric holds. Like, uh, favorite ones, like a GHD sit-up, hanging out parallel, just holding maybe a weight, hip extension hold, lateral hold, lateral hold. I don't know if any Ooh. of that makes sense with your arms out. Try arms out or arms overhead. Yeah. Fire. That's awful. Uh, I did it with, uh, I did a static, because remember you mentioned it like two weeks ago, I did a, a planked. Uh, supine plank, so my belly facing up, and I'm holding dumbbells in my yeah. above my shoulders. Fire or near my shoulders. Yeah, the shakiness. For me, that's my warm up. Me, I like the band around a post. I grab it in front of me and I walk out laterally, so there's tension between me, the the band and the post. Just holding the static, working the obliques, the trunk. That's what I've been doing. I've been going with the med ball tosses, going forward, and then um, tossing them sideways, too, with light. Looking for speed on that. Shout-outs, Juanito. Uh, what about favorite posts? Favorite posts. I've been um, on this following of pro track athletes. I don't know how the track world works or if Olympic is the only route to take. Uh, but uh, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. A.I. Kinds? His name is Harry Aikens. Aikens? How do you say that? Harry Aikens. Aikens? Wait, what? Yeah, Harry Aikens. So A I K I N E S. I'm I'm learning how to read English. He <laughs> is a British Olympian, New Balance athlete, uh, and all he posts is sprinting stuff. Since I've been sprinting more, so I've been like inspired to do sprinting stuff. I think this like shout out to you, Juan. Moving, you. moving locomotion you, thing on your own wheels is dope. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've come back to my roots of like, let's make this transfer of force development from squatting and put it to use. Um, so I've, I've been having a blast. My calves have been holding up. Uh, all these track stars have me super amped. I don't know. There's any amateur track <laughs> races, but oh, I'd, you're I'd be compete? down. Yeah, I'd be down to do it just for fun. Uh, I don't know. There's this like true engine of you and just your body and uh, and and going. You're using your own locomotion to get somewhere. Isn't there like those fire ladder drills that they do in like <laughs> India somewhere? Oh, I've where seen they have those. a track thing <laughs> and they have crazy. A, it's like partners yeah, and they, they take like but a they're body crazy bag. fast. They're you're moving. like what? They're killing they're, it. They're efficient, ridiculously yeah. efficient. Killing it. They've done it. Uh, we should find that. Me and you can do so it. So that's that's my. <laughs> Social media quote of the week. Shout out uh, to those track superstars out there. 
that was awesome, but that was very confusing, Juan. Was, was that a <laughs> shout-out or a quote? What the hell was All that? of them. All of them. All right. My quote of the week goes to, um, well, it was posted by Lacey Mackey, which we all know. But it was... Who uh, is she? Lacey Mackey. Can you tell everyone else who doesn't she know? She is the... A role she's model. A founder, role model. Definitely a role model, role model slash mentor. She is the co-founder of Caveman Coffee. Hustles. The... Hustle hard. Not yet, but hopefully it's so soon. The official provider of coffee. Eee, put it, <laughs> putting it out there. Why not? Why not? You For strongest on the field? Law of attraction, man. You got you to gotta put it out there. Caveman so Coffee is not the official sponsor of... Strongest on the field radio. Just kidding. It's not official sponsor here, please. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. But that's all I drink. Caveman coffee. <laughs> so anyways, back to the quote of the week. It, Lacey Mackey reposted something from Timothy Ferris. The quote was, you are the average of the five people you associate with most. So do not underestimate the effects of your pessimistic Unambitious or disorganized friends. If someone isn't making you stronger, they're making you weaker. Cut them. Yeah. So Cut I em. thought that was very strong. We all have heard that, but I just wanted to share that. That's my quote of the week. I got one from Cressy Sports Performance. Uh, massage can't undo 24 hours of bad posture. You must make lifestyle modifications for effective last pain relief. I think I talked about this earlier. I'm starting this campaign of 30 minutes of mobility every day. Floor made fun of me and posted. I saw that. <laughs> I spent she all. Was calling, I, she was making fun. Of I spent all afternoon mobilizing just because. I actually, was gonna re- message back to her, telling her like that's all, like with the applaud emoji. We should do. Everyone should do it the because I want to squat tomorrow, and if I'm all jacked up, and you just expect to get hurt if you're not doing anything preventative. So I'm coming to you for advice. I just did Murph on Monday. It's Wednesday, and I can't get my you hands know overhead. What to do. I can't get my hands overhead. My so lats what would are you shot. Do? Uh, the Logan Move. trick. The Logan trick. I see you. I see you, kid. <laughs> um, I'm gonna write a blog post about this of why mobility every day. Um, but you start mapping out your body, and you start coming in touch with it. Yeah. For example, if you've never rolled out the bottom of your feet, you don't know that your feet are tight. For our athletes. That that's huge, yeah. right? Because we're sprinting and plantar and dorsiflex is what we're doing all day. And if you have bad range of motion there, it's going to limit you and you're yep. going to get hurt. Uh, so it maps out your body. You're in touch with your body more. I, as a coach, can't feel your body. I can't. I don't understand what's going on inside. I can take a guess by how you're moving. But if you, on your own, do your homework and map that out, you can feel, hey, this isn't right. Let me take a second. Let me go to the side. Let me either stretch, mobilize, whatever I need to do, activate it to get fired up. Uh, the other one, if with increased range of motion, specifically for sports athletes, you're going to decrease uh, injury. Yeah. Right? If you have bad internal, external of your knee, hip, or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and you try to go there, it's not happening. Right. Uh, yeah. And I think I've been getting a lot of therapeutic response from it. Like, your body feels less stressed. Yeah. Right? That's an even deeper layer to the like whole mobility like, thing. Yeah. You're like that's cool. constantly being in contraction. You're like, let it go. Yeah. That's, that's all cool. I got. All right. My shout out goes to, this is like random, but I'm a, I like boxing. But this guy, his name is Errol Spence Jr. He's from Dallas, Texas. He's an amateur, or he's a, he was a contender, and he went to England to challenge the champion. It's like this old, it's like this 
uh, the, the story where the guy who's not famous or the guy, the challenger goes overseas and Wins. challenges the champion dun, 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 in his dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the Rocky Balboa thing. He went to Sheffield, England in front of 30,000 people to challenge <laughs> the champion who was a like really good at fighter, and he beat him. This happened like two weekends ago. Boom. So he brought the title back to America. Yeah, he brought it back to America. He took it from England back to America, new ultraweight champion, Errol Spence Jr., uh, very humble, too. He doesn't talk trash like some other fighters who are very famous. McGregor? And, you know, the other guy. Hopefully he's not I, listening to this. But we want him on. <laughs> Connor McGregor. You know what? I listened to your episode five. <laughs> and I declined the invitation. <laughs> it's cool. We didn't watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, you're going to get beat by Floyd Mayweather anyway. No, I love Connor. <laughs> he's awesome. No, but he is going to get beat by Floyd. It's He's fighting his... In his Realm. Realm. That's his thing. Anyway, so Errol Spence Jr., very humble guy, down to earth, went out there and mentally did not get distracted. He got he took care of business and now he's a champion and you know that's huge. That's Have you guys listened cool. to the Power Athlete uh Dr. Hatfield episode? No. Not yet. But like um he was able to squat so much he said by just focusing on that one thing. Like just focus on the fight mm-hmm. or focus on one movement. Don't Think about the way, kind of, in the moment or for the for like a period of time. Like no, two in weeks the moment, I'm, I'm squatting two weeks right out. now. This rep, I'm focusing everything on this rep. Like people talk about the flow state, and he was talking about how elite athletes are able to tap into that. Like LeBron, this is the move I'm doing right now, and all my energy and everything in the world is just to execute this thing, this one thing, not paying attention. Hey. What's the score? What? Well, how am I feeling today? Blah blah blah. It's yeah. Execution, extreme execution of this task. Doctor Hatfield. Yeah. He th- Doctor Squat. Okay. Just he talks about everything. it. Yeah, it's pretty. Ooh, it's pretty good. Cool. Pretty good episode. Any shout outs, Chris? Shout outs to Miguel Mendoza out of um, Downey. He's working with baseball players through Diamond Skills One Hundred Eight, is what the his company's called, and just developing. Baseball, um, baseball players with their skills. So, cool. shout Sick. out to that guy. All right, uh, you can follow me at JL Guadarrama on social media. Ronnie at Ronnie Lopez twenty one on all the social media platforms. And at Cipasqual six on all the social media platforms too. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed all our awesome stories today. Yeah. Inquiries or requests to be on the show, radio at deuceathletics.com. See you next week. Bye. Bye.